One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles 
by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to FiberSkincare.com and use code UNFILTERED for 15% off. Could I strive for more and should I work on that? Because I think it's pretty good. Should I do better? Should I I want more? The question I'm saying is I don't know. You guys, for example. I think you always want to to assess who you are as a person. You know, we are in a hotel room with our team once again. It is, we're going to do team podcasts because y'all love them and as do we. So we're sitting in a hotel room in Winnipeg and we are with, no, you don't crack your knuckles. They can hear it. All sounds matter. Uh, We're with Noah, our beloved tour manager. We're with Lexi. You've known her forever. With Romeo, used to be our stripper, now our dancer. Hassan. DJ. DJ. What did I say? Dancer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hassan, our uh, lifetime brother slash makeup artist. And Kat and I don't know if you know us. You're listening to this podcast, so you better know us. And if not, welcome to the best show you've ever heard in your whole entire life. I, when I see people with, I wonder how many downloads we have. I know. Well, but I just want to say we're in a hotel in Winnipeg. We uh, flew here today because we're doing a show tomorrow here, and we are. We all decided to just cuddle up in a hotel room and just chitty chat. And you know, it's it's. So cool when you get to hang out with a group of people that you would otherwise never meet and just learn from each other. I also got donuts on the way because Romeo, here's the thing. Well, we have a few things to deal with with Romeo tonight. Number one, he eats, he binge eats at nighttime. So he works out like a motherfucker all day. And then at nighttime, he just goes. And not just once, but like if there's an ice cream shop nearby, he'll go multiple times in the day. And if there's cookies and ice cream combined, he'll do that. And if there's donuts, he'll get a bunch of those too. Can I just ask you, what, what, here's what mind boggles me this tour. Because we've been on tour with him 100 years, but really, really, really close for the past three tours. Sit, sit, puppy. And the first two tours that we went on with him, he was so, okay, there were nights, but mostly he was so lean in his eating, okay? Well, no, no, he would secretly go and binge. No, that was at <laughs> night, and it wasn't every night. It was every night. No, it was not every night. Was it every night? He I, he reported to me every morning. Was it every night? No. Oh, no. But, but, but can we tell him the real truth while we're doing the podcast, because there's <laughs> nothing else to do in Winnipeg. No, <laughs> I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. We're just lazy motherfuckers, and we only like each other. What are you going to do? No, but... um. It, it he, depends. Wait, hold on. You, um, he eats so clean most of the day. So at clean. Gang, gang, so I to said to him, room. but even we went yeah, to like, balance. we even had like some lunches with him on these tour, on this last tour and he was ordering not just lettuce and chicken. And I'm like, how do you know when it's time to like, it's okay, you can have the fried food to the times when you're like, I can only have chicken breast and lettuce. Because this time I feel like you've been like really kind of Conscious? No, less conscious. Oh. Fuck. No, I feel like he's more conscious than last time. No way. I believe. Nope. So these are the questions that go through my head. 
Are you a DJ? Do they still want you to dance? Are you lean enough to go out and dance? We would do, never wait, say do, that. Do you still look like one of the dads? Maybe you need to start cutting back on the food. Oh and then it's God. just like, yeah, so those that's are That's what you think we think? That's what I think. If I'm a stripper and I'm going out there <sighs> dancing, if I don't have abs or muscles, they're going to say, what is that out there? I'm, I'm going to look like the guy from Winnipeg, the other guy that we brought out there. Oh, my Joey, God. Johnny D or Joey. I have to tell you, you know what's so crazy? What? I never ever ever analyze your physique. body if you put on weight if you've lost actually it. i do oh no like <laughs> <laughs> i mean there was a picture of you from 2019 mm-hmm. at the christmas show and you looked so fucking cute yeah but but cat why was that oh is there someone at the door because you, you were smaller but because his muscles were smaller but he thinks what we want is his muscles bigger no. I, I made that up. Smaller. <laughs> so do you know what she's saying, Romeo? Is like, um, yeah, I get it. But so how, so how do you feel about that? Like, She's saying that she thinks you look better when your muscles were smaller. I feel like the women that talk about abortion, my body, my rules. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's his rules, so his body. So you think you look good when you're super bulky? Uh, I'm probably like in a phase right now. It'll probably go away. But I, just, oh. I really just like to eat. Even before, even when I was at that <laughs> size, I really used to like... Well, I remember we get sushi and the town. things and... No, like my family, they'll tell you. Like every Sunday, I would just put like brownies and cookies and everything and just go crazy. So Is that because you, you didn't have a lot yeah. of food when you were younger? No, I just like food. Even yeah. when I was younger, I was a Did you kid. hold back all week and then like go crazy on Sundays? No, I kind of learned working out like what to do. I was like, it's a balance. Mm. Like I have to deprive myself and then the cheat day. Deprive yourself. Cheat days. He's on cheat. He's a cheat day guy. Yeah, you can't. You can't eat ice cream every day. Well, you can't. <laughs> ice cream every day. <laughs> oh wait, what you're saying? Okay, he dropped off our donuts. Okay, <laughs> they're here. I'm gonna look at the donuts. Let's see. I, I said room two twenty. Okay. Doors open. Can you come in? No, no, doors. The no, it's there. It's on the ground. Oh, now? it's right outside the door. So you're a lot like us, mm-hmm. just so you know. You don't know that? I know. Oh, oh him and Ryan. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. you come from totally different backgrounds, but your connection to each other is a lot like ours. And you know, when we talk about um, guilt and jealousy and all that, I. I wish that every person who ever has that jealous feeling of someone because they have more money, because they have a better car, a better house, because they have a better marriage, because they have a different life and all that. I just, I wish that they could always change the narrative to, I am all, two things. One, I'm inspired because I want it. Or number two, I'm impressed with you. You did a great job. But you know jealousy isn't... So inspired means I don't really care if I ever get there. Inspired means you, you're you helping me on my path. But Natalie, jealousy is not about what you don't have. Jealousy, because someone will always have more than you no matter where yeah. you are. Jealousy is about a feeling of your own insecurities coming mm-hmm. out and not yeah. feeling like you belong I somewhere. know, that's you're why totally right. yeah. so when, I say, when I say be, be like, inspired, not I'm like... Not for the I, things. Not I, for no, the but things. But I'm just like, I wish you could... I wish it's, you could change it. And I know yeah, they yeah. can't. It's, but it's not about like, oh, they have a yacht. I want that yacht. So I'm so jealous. It's about them sitting there being like, I don't deserve that. Like, it's like, it's like they, even if they got the yacht, they would still be insecure and jealous if they don't work on themselves. Mm-hmm. If, even if they had a bajillion dollars and the hottest wife and a Ferrari, 
they most likely would still come from a place of insecurity because someone else will always have more than them, always be better looking than them. You know what's so scary about that is having seven children and then you guys will have children that'll add to the seven and you can't really control that sometimes they will just feel that way. Yeah, but that's a normal feeling. That's 100% a normal feeling though. That that is like an, an emotion why you have to get right with yourself so you can move on and get like... So, like, what I say, and I don't always mean to use Romeo as a as an example, but he's here, so I can use him as an example. But <laughs> when he's, he could look at the life around him and be like, "Fuck that! I deserve that. Why do these people get to do this and I don't? Or why do why does he get that job and I don't?" And then. But he doesn't. He comes from a place of, I'm so grateful I get to be doing these things and I'm going to make the best life I can for myself and my girlfriend and me and not think twice about it where other people would be pissed off at their situation versus thankful for their situation. No, is there wine there? There is. In the bag. Hmm? Right? That's totally right and correct. And uh, yeah, I guess everybody has different introspectives or different traumas, but... To to go back, I think like we we're talking about the body issues and stuff like that. Okay. A lot, a lot of it, and just mental. A lot of it comes from what I didn't have, so it's kind of like the person I wanted to create. Yeah. And so you talk about like with the body and everything. You know, I would love to be like one of your kids that just they know that they can just grow up and be whoever they want. Yeah. You know, I yeah. I, I kind of felt like I need to become something. Yeah. I have to push myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and yeah, it helps with the determination and stuff. But it, it you, I have to push myself to become something that's larger than life. Yeah. You know, so it's like all that pressure. Imagine just the pressure to be like I could just be a kid and just like, I know. You know, I have cousins that. They're good financially, and all they can do is just play video games and go to school. It's okay, you know? So yeah, it's a lot of. You'll grow up one day. Exactly. But you know what? You know what I sense from you is no bitterness. No, like, I, I, I you know, should have. You know had... who my roommate is? Who? No, apply. You know? <laughs> no but you know, but you, you're not, you're never like. <laughs> people should. Some people, and we know someone, someone who's grown up with not a lot, mm-hmm. but feels entitled no matter what. You don't feel that way. You don't act that way. I don't think you feel that way. It just all depends on, like, like even with Noah's situation, he could have been somebody that was bitter and, like, said, you know, maybe shot up a school or something because people were just, like... Wait, bullying. why is he shooting <laughs> up a school? Because, wait. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Wow. What? Oh, because, oh, because people made fun of him. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm like, what does he have to like shoot bullying, up about? I mean, yeah, okay. like bullying. Like bullying. Okay, yeah. But maybe he came from a healthy home and they mm-hmm. said, hey, don't worry about that. Or he had supportive friends that, look... He just lives... I, I love him. He just lives a... I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Life is beautiful mentality, you know? I love that. So some people, they don't know how to handle it and they become bitter or they don't want to take... What's the word they say? Like constructive criticism and, you know, take those... those By the have way... We, have we ever told you? I told them. What? You, you take feedback. Recently? Yeah, I told them just... I'm like, you take feedback so it is, well. It like, is. And then you actually apply it. It's you astonishing. You take it, you apply it. And we've talked about it. And I talked about it to Noah, and Noah agreed too. Like, when we give you, like, most people that you tell, and I'm going to say probably a lot of men, maybe women are different, but a lot of men, when you try to critique their, their thing. It's not criticism, it's feedback, right? It's feedback. They go, they get defensive. You are always like, tell me, how can I be better? How can I do it better? Yeah. And then you don't just say it. You go out there. And you actually do different. That is 
like really <laughs> astonishing for us. And Noah agrees. Um, I, I don't know. I think it, it attests to just me wanting to be better and be the best that I can be. And like I, you guys know, I read a lot and I always like try to read into people who are successful. And most of the successful people, that's what they do. The people who are not successful, they always, like you said, a victim mentality or somebody mm -hmm. is just giving them feedback, but because they said it a certain way, they can't handle it. You know, so they say, oh, why are they talking down to me like that? Instead of saying, oh, it, it has to be a certain level. It comes down to insecurity, my exactly. friend. It insecurity. comes down to most people can't take feedback and they get defensive. Like, I'm sure some of you have this when people get mad at you for communicating how you feel. So you communicate how you feel and you're like, I'm mad at you. And they're like, you're mad at me. Do you know what? Like they flip it on you and then they become... You know what I mean? Like it becomes exactly switched. And then you're like, wait, well, how did this just become about you when I'm the one with the, the problem, right? And their defense is to become fucking dickbags so that they don't have to address the problem that they did. And so no, nothing ever solves because they're not willing to stop and be like, oh, you're just letting me know how you feel. You know what I'm saying? It's so true. I just, um, like you said, a lot of people... How do, you, how do you get better? Like, even you girls, at the, the level that you guys are at, how do you get to that next level? You have to take some criticism. Yeah. We talked about hard truths when we were talking about our little other conversation. You have to be able to take the hard truths and say, oh, you're right. I have to get better at this. I have to perform. Well, I, we're going we're gonna, gonna, gonna to take yeah, a break for one second. I have, something, I have something. And also, when we come back, Romeo's got to tell us how you can tell when someone's lying. Because oh, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah he read yeah. some, he read a lot of books and talked to someone in prison about how they, for eight years, his buddy was in prison and learned my how... My uncle, not my Your buddy. uncle, shit, even closer family, in prison for eight years on how to lie. Let's take a break. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient. So you can use their products daily with confidence. You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine. So we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. 
Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash Nat. I, when I think about reflecting on being better, I, like, first of all, I think that I'm pretty, like, I think that the standard of where I live and how I treat people and my relationships is pretty high. So sometimes I don't think I need to strive for more. Are you saying in personal and in your business? No, personal. Okay. For me, it's more like in whatever. But wait. What does someone say? Could I strive for more and should I work on that? Because I think it's pretty good. But is there always, should you always strive for more? Should I do better? I don't know. Should I, I want more? I, the question I'm saying. I, is I don't know. You guys, for example, I think you always want to to assess who you are as a person because you're gonna hurt people and you're gonna fuck up. So it's not like you're always like I need to be a better person. It's like oh, in this situation, what could I have done mm-hmm. differently? Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to apply that. Or like in a business, then when someone's you know kind of not doing us right rather than just sitting and being quiet you and I are like at that maybe four years ago we would have been like it's okay now we're like actually we're not okay with that and calling them out. so it's you grow and mature and if you're not growing maturing what the fuck are you doing in life you know you can't just stay the same oh no you can't and, and okay. I, I think that it's not just financial oh shit that's a lot of work <laughs> yeah but we do it a lot by talking in podcasts we do it by talking to people about like the conversation we just had with Lexi's pseudo boyfriend with you know like okay so we're doing it yeah, <laughs> so I don't have to go out of my way to do it <laughs> cause I get a lot of my plate I don't need anything more I mean you know what I mean like I like do I have to be a better sister do I have to be a better well daughter? I mean you can you can address that you're not the best and then understand that there's always room that you're not always right and that you need to sometimes change uh, things 
you, it's taking responsibility and being like, I fucked up. That's what becoming a better person is, is knowing that you have to move and be uh. fluid and be like, oh, like be able to stop in a situation where there's conflict and be like, maybe I wasn't right there. That's oh. what that's what improvement is. Uh, but it's, it's in every aspect. Do we it really have to improve? I feel like I'm so good where I am. It doesn't have to be uh, financial, right? It can be like trying to be a better parent or a better boyfriend or a better girlfriend or a better Yeah, friend. do I have to oh, do any better for you? Wait, I, I mean, we do better. We always have to do better. Wait, but do no. I have to do better for you? No, I you, mean, I mean d- no. Are you sure? <laughs> no, I'm serious to ask you. I, don't, I actually care most about you. So no, do good. I have to do better on no, you? No, because I don't need more from yeah, you. Yeah, but are we good? Yes, we're good. I don't because need... Because if I have to do better on no, you, I'll, that's my priority. I don't need more. Are you sure? I don't... Are you sure? Positive. I'm good. I don't need... I'm not, okay. I, I don't work like I that. I actually don't care about anyone else. I, I work... <laughs> I work... I work... I, I don't I don't need you to fix you to work on me. But I'm not going to look at Mark and ask what I can do better. No, it's not about that. You. It's not about that. Okay, good. I promise I'm you. Just making sure it's not about unless you unless you feel like you no, have I gaps. Feel fine. I feel fine. Yeah, and I think what they're saying good. is Romeo is trying without going to extensive therapy because he probably couldn't afford it as a kid to go to therapy to reflect on a situation. He knew something wasn't one thousand percent traditional, so he sat back and thought, huh, "I'm going to unpack what happened so I can understand who I am better." You probably weren't given the space to understand who you were. You survived most of your life. It is true, and in what you guys were mentioning, sometimes you. Say Say, oh, do I have to be better at something? Like, okay, let's put an example. Wait, let's put an example. Say you say, oh, do I have to be a better sibling? If you have great siblings and you're a douchebag, you have to be a better sibling. But if you do have you douchey si- siblings, do you, you don't have know? to be a better sibling. Do you know when you're the douchebag sibling? That comes from the introspective and the retrospective. Yeah. Usually people who are douchebags don't <laughs> know or don't That's care that they are. Like, yeah. I'm from six. Cats got five. Like... Ima- we said imagine. Okay, here's the imagine thing. my whole family was like, oh my God, Natalie. Okay. And I didn't know. And you were like, am I the villain? No, and I host all no. the things like we got to go to her house again. They Ugh. they have to be, so number one, they have to be interested in you wanting to change the relationship. Yeah. So they might not be even interested in like being like, I wish I was closer with Natalie. We should work on that. Like mm-hmm. They're they, just like, I like it the way it is. Totally. Like they might, like you're overthinking what it is. What the point is, is growing and becoming like more understanding of who you are is number one understanding when you're in a conflict being like what did what was my role here and then number two like I might understanding when you fucked up and then number three just being like if someone gives you feedback being like fair or think about it and then being like hmm if anybody gives me like we get it all the time on Facebook, like I mean on Instagram. Well and I guess we take it well right? Well we are kind of I mean we don't I'm never offended. Uh, I'm so thankful. Yeah, no, we're never offended. No, and if and someone you, is, that's you know, exactly we what you say, but it's you like, are, but but you know what, Kat and I are a team. You, whatever we give you is to you personally, and you're just, amazing I, at handling me, it's it. Like Facebook comments. I'm just looking to see. But for Cat and I, it's always it's always not against. It's towards the two of us, and it's it it it's really helpful having like a partner. But anyways, yeah, no, so and and we have changed things because of feedback from people. Mm-hmm, like we have actually changed things. Changed the whole show. Yeah, because of, of feedback. So, like, I think that we do listen. Um, I want to know how do you know? How do you know when when someone's lying? He really loves okay, so me. Okay, so I have to give I have to give you the backstory of how. Mm, yes, so let's hear my this. uncle he had uh, got arrested. For something that he did not do, but he was in the vicinity. Really? Yeah. Oh, for eight 
years. For eight years, right? Uh-huh. He was with some friends. They did something bad. Something happened. He got... Uh-huh. So while he was there, he yeah. told me that he read, he read a lot of books on psychology. Okay. He really liked to learn about the brain and stuff like that. And so when I was going through my issues with women, he was telling me, oh, you want to find out how she's lying? I'm like, how? You don't know, motherfucker. And so he's like, oh... Google, just Google how to lie. So I watched a whole bunch of videos of FBI negotiators talking about how you can tell if someone's lying. And so there's like different cues. So if you're talking to someone and they look up to the left or down in a direction. But is it always left, even if you're left no, or right No, it's not always left, but it's a, a percentage. It's like 70, 80% mm. they're lying. And then another thing is if you ask them a question, if they drag out the question instead of just answering it like uh, concrete, mm-hmm. that means they're lying because they're creating another story on top of that story. You do that well. I talk about everything all the time. Someone asks her something and she answers something totally different. I'm like, I love that for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would just say that's not lying. That's just me being chatty. Yeah. So, and, and there's certain things to make uh, people feel awkward. Yes. So, like when I was at the border once and I was going to see Mark <laughs> and I and I would fly to him uh, in New York every other weekend. And one time I was at the border and they said, oh, what's in your bag? Oh, nothing. Do you have this? Nothing. Where are you from? Who are you visiting? Are you a female entertainer? And I was like, that is such a weird question to ask. I am totally caught off guard. I feel so inappropriate right now that you said that. He immediately did not like my reaction and put me into the office. Oh, because he felt it. Why would I? I was not... Just so you know, I'm not a female entertainer. Yes, you no, are. You, well, are. you actually now, now, are actually now, a female entertainer. Different. But what a weird question to ask. Yeah. And I was, and so I was very upset because when they put me in the office, I thought I was going to miss my flight to Mark. And like back then, I wasn't like versed on flying and like taxis and all that. So I'm like, if we, if I miss my flight, like I'll be stranded, you know? So I went into the office and they made me wait and I went in there and I literally, he had a desk and a computer and I sat there and he's like, what's in your bag and all that. And then I was, <laughs> he's like, why are you upset? Why are you crying? Like what? Because I was crying. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I'm crying because I, I feel like I'm going to be late for my boyfriend to pick me up in New York. He's like, well then, close up your suitcase and go to your gate. Like that was such a fucking power trip. Yeah, that was also twenty. So what? So yeah. So you fucked them up with a question. So basically, what he did with her there, he sensed emotion from her. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, why is she going out of her normal motion? Because a normal person would say, are you a female entertainer? And she just said, no, I'm not. You know. So the way that she reacted, he he felt like, oh, she's trying to hide something. Same thing. Uh, there's other things that you could do, like a uh, heart rate. Elevated when what someone, was the thing where they uh, ask you a question and then you that, say that the last what, word or something? <laughs> I feel like I'm so smart. <laughs> so this is about hostage negotiation. So there's a book called Never Split the Difference. If you guys want to get it, it's from Chris Voss. He's a FBI like hostage negotiator. So he interviews people. He teaches people his tricks because now he works for businesses. Mm-hmm. So he works for business in negotiation. So the same negotiation tactics that It's a good he, entrepreneur. The same negotiation tactics that he used on the uh, hostages, he used in business mm-hmm. to like get more, uh, like a higher pay without making that other person- Without making that person feel some type of way, you know, right. or making them feel like, oh, he just wants, you know, it's, at the end of the day, he calls it tactical exactly. empathy. So the, the things that I told you, so basically he said that you just have to ask a question at the end of that person's response mm-hmm. to kind of get them questioning. And he had like these, uh, 
what do you say, like these pseudo conversations with people, and they knew that they were gonna get interrogated, and they still went through with it because the brain wants to be wants to talk. So what was it, what would a question be? Give me an example. A question would be. Ask uh, me, and I'll we'll I'll play. try it right now. We're gonna play right now. Um. Okay, uh, Nat. Why do you like working with Cat? I love working with Cat because she's just my best friend, and everything is so fun when I'm with her. Best friend. Yeah, best friend. Best friend. <laughs> I mean, she has. Wait, the wait, best wait, wait, wait. So, 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 just right there. Yeah. You see, all I did was say "best friend" two times in different tones, and one was a question. So it made you question yourself if she's your best friend or not. And then when I mentioned it again, because you didn't want to have some awkward silence, you feel like you needed to fill that gap. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot Beautiful. of things that we don't know that, that we do because sometimes we don't want to be the awkward one staying quiet. Some people are comfortable being quiet the whole conversation. And some people feel like, oh, he's mad at me. Some people say, I'm trying to get big. So it's a lot of things. There's a I, lot of people that will, never, <laughs> that will never look at you eye to eye and not break the silence. So there's another trick. If you look at somebody mm-hmm. right in between their eyebrows or on their forehead, it looks like you're looking at their eyes. And you see? So now they feel like... So you're not emotional, but they are because they're looking into your eyes. Exactly. When you but you're at, just looking at their forehead. Yeah, it's a lot. I of, mean, I feel <laughs> like a lot of interrogation has to do a lot with a lot of amazing interviewers. Also... Like, I bet Barbara Walters has the same tips They're that so nice that, like, the crime people, when you see them, like, arrest people and how nice they are to them. Uh-huh. Like, when I watch true crime, which is not often because, you know what I mean? I get scared easily. <laughs> because you know what I mean? I get scared really easily. Like, it, 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 I, don't, I don't like being scared. And... Um, I, I love being scared. And so he, they often are like, yeah, has it, what, what, when did I um, see um, recently the, the 14, 15 kids that were like a bunch of them where they're like, where they do something terrible things or like they've murdered their wives and their children. And they're like, so you went for a run today. The weather is so nice outside. eh? like, it's like they become their friends and they fucking like they just start like they don't get mad at them for a long time. It's like they try to become friends with them. I and just then- I just feel like interrogators and interviewers and border patrol know how to say the border thing. patrol are just mean. No, mean. actually, I watch I watch border security. They're mean when you cross. What are yeah, you doing? No, they might be to you, but I watch border security on TV, like the Canadian, and they're usually like trying to find the person and out, but they're such. Idiots that they say all the wrong things and then they fucking get deported. Yeah, no, they're they're not they're not looking to be your friend. Uh, it's like Helga with Lexi. At, at <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god, the, listen, uh, security in every Canadian city hates Lexi. They hate <laughs> all of her products. They want to rip apart her bag. And she hates her life at the airport. And I told her, I'm like, Every just, time. I'm like, Every Pat, time. I'm like, Pat, carry on. It's so much easier. Meanwhile, she gets stopped at every, you and I sail through, not her. Me trying to protect her made me come out of character. Oh come. my God. Tell <laughs> us. Wait, hold on, guys. Got arrested you guys need to tell that story. So the last time we were on tour, which is like four days ago. Um, they got into a yeah. situation at security and apparently Romeo lost his shit supporting and, and protecting Lexi. What happened, Romeo? Uh, I got flashbacks. Wait, we're going to actually take another break before Romeo, uh, before, don't stop it. It's okay. I won't. 
uh, before um, we tell the story of how he almost got arrested. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Go ahead, Romeo. Uh, I got some flashbacks from my New York City days. <laughs> and so, um, no, uh, Lexi asked me, she said, hey, could you put some stuff in your in your bag? Because they're not letting me through. I said, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, let's go. So she put her stuff in there. And then when I went through, the lady did the same thing she did to Lexi and said, oh, this is a bag. The bag was probably like not as big as my hand. Yes. And saying, oh, you have to fill up this bag with your products. If not, anything else has to go. And it has to close. Exactly. So I was like, oh, she's, she's probably just trying to be strict. So I put my colognes and Lexi's in there. And she's like, no. And I'm like, what's wrong with this lady? And so I have a, a cologne that's like three, four hundred dollars. I'm like, I'm not leaving this. Bleep. <laughs> and then she's tell, like, tell them what you actually said, Romeo. I will. I'm leading up to that. Okay, okay. So she was getting me annoyed, and I was I was frustrated. I said, "Listen, this is too much. I already have like a trauma with TSA agents. I don't even say hi to people on the plane because I'm like, why are you being so nice to me? Fuck you, you know? <laughs> oh, so, why do you have a trauma with that? I don't know because they're always like, you know. I used to bring protein on the plane a lot and food, and they thought it was like cocaine and stuff. Well, you, know? you never told us. I guess we didn't know each other that well okay, back then. So now. So when we were going through, I was mad that she was making my life difficult and Lexi's difficult. And then she was being a bleep. So, you know, she was talking and I just told her to eat a bleep, you know? Eat a dick. Yeah. He actually said, I told her, eat a dick. And I go, you told the girl at security, eat a dick and you're not arrested in a Canadian jail? Like, like Like, I cannot believe that a man could say, eat a dick and not be arrested. And he was also saying, like, you're... He was like, you're so bad at your job. That guy over there is sleeping. <laughs> it that. is the truth. So <laughs> while I'm, I'm waiting. I'm glad for, he said something. <laughs> while I'm waiting for my bag to go through, yeah, I see one of the people him. looking at the TV screen that the bag is going through. And he's literally going like this. His eyes are falling. And he's and I said, she, she's not going to give me shit if this guy is falling asleep on his job. And so, like, everything just came out. I'm not proud. I absolutely (laughs) agree with you calling out the situation. And Hassan is sitting right here saying, like, you can't get arrested for, like, 
The for for saying words. eat a dick. No, you can't. No, you unless they feel unless he's aggressive towards her. I thought if you told a border agent eat a dick, you would be arrested. <laughs> you might not be flying that day, but yeah, you'd get yeah, put in jail. Oh, okay. Well, I've that's just as bad. From white people, you know, I've learned a lot to be a very aggressive, but with very you know positive. No, no you want to be passive. Yeah. Aggressive, so so, aggressive. so 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 like if I could say. Fuck you, eat a dick. And I'm like, oh my God, he's so aggressive and minority. But a white person goes, oh my God, this is preposterous. It's like you're eating a dick. And then acceptable. <laughs> and you're like, you're eating a dick. Why so, are you such a dick? Exactly. Oh my God, you're being such a dick in this situation. Like, yeah, yeah. So oh my God, that is such a good difference. Yeah, it is. It's saying the same words, being the same thing in a different verse, and it's taken so differently. Yep. Wow. Less aggressive, but we're getting the point across. Eat a dick. Oh, my God. I love it. He's like, I love it's learning like how to be a white person. You're, you're salivating on a dick right now. It's like you're, you're microwaving this dick. So you just have to be more proper, but use the same words. More proper all the time. Change the vocab. Oh, Romeo, you have taught most of us so much in life, let me tell we, you. We're so thankful of that because, you know, Kat and I are in a Winnipeg hotel. Eating donuts. Doing, a, you know, my friend, my What? I got a text from my girlfriends tonight. They're like, Natalie, how many more shows? And I'm like, did you even know I was on tour? Did you say that? No, I didn't say that. But they were like, Calgary. And I was like, Calgary, Winnipeg, and Edmonton. And then I get to go home for Christmas. They didn't say anything back. Just, I guess they're just like, I mean, I guess it's like they treat my job like I treat their job. Like I don't have the much that much interest interest in what they do. I don't really know what they do. I know when they get like accolades, and that's about it. That's you know all I mean? you need. But it's just, it's just, it's just so weird because our life, our life on the road. Like right now, we're sitting in bed with. Uh, Four Noah, men. Romeo, <laughs> Three Hassan, Cat and I. Lexi's obviously phone boning, so she's not in the room. But we're all sitting here, and it's like so much of our family and friends don't know this life for us. Oh, my God. Nine, that's what I love about it, too. I don't, yes, yeah. I don't want them involved. No, no I'm me not, not either. I'm like, that's so weird because, you know, we have... All of us have so many different facets of our life, different mm-hmm. friends, different family groups, different everything. Like, Hassan, we're leaving you in Edmonton, and you were going to stay there till after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like, you have parents. I have two of them. <laughs> That's <laughs> Noah like, has a wife. No, I know <laughs> Noah's wife, so I know that life, but I don't know Noah's parents. Like, I know Noah's wife. I know Romeo's girlfriend. I know Hassan's Lexi's boyfriend. boyfriend now. But I don't know, but I don't know, like, that you, like, is that the house you grew up in that you're going back to? That I grew up in since I was, like, 10, yeah. <gasps> nice. And you'll go have a sleepover there. Yeah, I'll stay there. In my room. Oh, you still what does, does your room look like? Did no, they- the house has been renovated since then, but. Are you excited? Yes. You're scared? You're scared? You're I go back all the time. Are no. You, were you like it? <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see everyone and just chill out and not have any responsibilities for that long. Like, oh my god! I'm, I'm oh my god! That sounds so fun. Right? I don't have to, he's going back to where he's from, living in his parents' room 
with absolutely no responsibility. I have a question for you, Asan. That's the yeah. opposite of what Kat and I deal with during the holidays. It's literally the opposite of yes, your life. Oh yes, my God. exactly. Yeah. Your or mom. your mom. Yeah. Is your mom disappointed there's no grandbabies? Um, she doesn't talk about it, but I think so. She Listen, she wouldn't want my... My myself and my brothers to have children for her benefit. Okay. She would want us to have them because we want to have them. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, oh my God. That makes so much yeah. sense. And it makes her such a fucking human, beautiful being. Yeah, she's a very um, Neither person. of you feel pressure. No. Um, even would though both com- of you could make babies. Yeah. Would she be comfortable with your boyfriend coming, a boyfriend coming home? I don't know. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah, I do. That's know. a crazy part of your life. It depends on him. You know, I bet you she would She would really like Sebastian. Yeah. I mean, I mean who said, wouldn't? Would, wouldn't she be just like Giselle Happy. and Sharon and Kat and Nat? Like, no. Because you're her, her son. Exactly. It's different. Mm. Why? But she knows. Not really. Come we never on. really talk Come about it. The fuck on. No, it's it's not something we really discuss because you know it's also like a cultural issue, right? Mm. That's not something you talk about, oh, right? Okay. But she wants you to be happy because you're Muslim. Yes. Wow. So they don't want to know you have a boyfriend, but they know you're you're. Yeah, gay. and you wouldn't even talk about like the inter- intricacies of your relationship, anyways. Even if you were heterosexual with your parents. I know, but like, babe, like I know you're so close to your parents, and you're. Our best friend. <laughs> it's just crazy. I am. It's just so crazy. You're one of my best friends. I'm yeah, really my God, yes. You're my best friend. Oh, my, you know, my best friend. You you're a real so bad funny. bitch. The other day, and Romeo, I, I don't know if you remember, and you said to me, you were like, how come you never come backstage when we're doing the show? Yeah. And I didn't even think that, like, it didn't even occur to me that they would notice that I'm not there or give a shit if I was Are there or kidding? not. Are you kidding? You always said that. And I was like, oh, my God. You want me there? I'm like, I fucking, yes, I'll be there. Like, <laughs> literally, it oh really, really meant so much to me. Are you so kidding? We ask you all the time. Oh, my I God. But I we were like, joking. No. Like, you know, I'm like, When I saw deal? you on side stage, we were like, I was oh like, my, oh, my God. God. Like, we actually talked about it in a podcast. Yeah. Because but like, really he actually cares about us. <laughs> I care about you so much. So, Hassan, do you think so you'll ever that. get to a place with your parents where you'll be able to say something? I think you will, but go ahead, Yeah, I think I will. I think I kept telling myself, I'll do it when I meet somebody who is like worth it that I want to bring home I, I get that I think if from a mom's perspective and I know you don't want to talk about it but from a mom's perspective if she will want to know even if your mom knew that you were happy that would like no mom wants her kid to be alone every mm-hmm. mom wants yeah. to know that they've got also, somebody you are such a good lover. son like no, not lover. I mean, like lover, not like You're a sexual such a lover. Good I mean, son, lover. they would never ever want to not have you, and they fucking know. They but know, know they know. They I know, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. They I know, know, they know yeah. you like. They know you're gay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if she knew you were happy, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it would. I think that every every mom wants. Uh, why don't you just bring the Natalie with wants the straw. a refill I again? You're up. It's right there. It's oh, your fourth time. Um, I think they just want you to be happy. Yeah, I agree. Oh, a hundred percent. I know it's just really hard for their culture. Also, can I mention something? Hmm? I don't mm-hmm. know how you feel, and I can never understand how you feel. I'm sorry, what's happening, or how you feel? Mm-hmm. But I've kind of felt that way when I was gonna tell my parents I was gonna be a stripper. Mm. Yeah, oh, it was a, yeah, it was a big. Moment. You had to tell them. 
Okay, so in the beginning, <laughs> no, it's like, oh yeah, he's angry. Like, like, oh, we're all guys. We're lying in oh, we're lying in bed right now, drinking wine and coming eating and the- eating donuts <laughs> and coming out. out. Coming out. We all have to come out. This is such. Don't tell my trainer. You, have oh. you ever had to confess something? Like, <laughs> oh my god, you and I have to come out. Everyone's coming out. <laughs> yeah. So basically, um. You see how he, like, they know, but they don't know. I was working at a nightclub. I was saying yeah. I was a bartender, but they didn't know that I was Magic Mike doing my thing, you know? And I couldn't, I didn't have the heart to tell them. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, my God, they're going to think so negative of me. I'm grateful that I, they were understanding. And they were like, yeah, do what you got to do. My baby's a stripper. I was like, okay, this is good. <laughs> so it was out there already. Yeah. yeah, do your thing. My baby's a stripper. And, and, and about the, uh, the the gender thing, my Mom was very in the beginning. I'm not gay, but she was like, "If you're gay, it's okay. I'll love you no matter what." I, I do want to say something that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Wait, no. wait. Your mom said to you, "If you're gay, I love you no matter what." No, she was just saying it. Like she mentioned it, basically yeah. saying, "If you were gay, my son, I love you no matter what. I love you no matter what for anything." Well, that is really forward. And amazing. They're forward like that. <laughs> I, I do want to say that if you think about it from Hassan's perspective, and mm-hmm. I would love to hear Hassan's perspective, it's pretty fucked up that a, someone who is gay has to come out to their parents as gay when a heterosexual t- child does not have to come out as yep. heterosexual. Well, and be like, so, by the way, I'm heterosexual, and then well, they have to sit down and have the combo. But you still have to bring, like, a girl home for the first time. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to sit down and say it. I guess so. And bring kind of, it out yeah, and you, wonder you, their reaction. But that's, but that's kind of saying... Saying it in a, like when I brought a girl home for the first time, it was kind of like I have a girlfriend for the first time. But they were like, "Oh, you're hetero." <laughs> He's hetero. I, that. I don't know. Oh my god, I love that. You know, it, it, Your parents were open <laughs> to whatever oh, you were. I'm sure they are. <gasps> they are. Yeah. It's not over yet for. Oh my god, that's I want to be as like imagine. So here's my girlfriend. Oh, you have a girl. Okay, that's great. Oh my god. That's really. I maybe, mean, maybe it's a religious thing because I have a lot of friends who are Muslim, and it's, it's very, it. it's very strict with that whole mm-hmm. like, and even people who are very pro-Christian, I guess like they go back to the Bible and you yeah. Know, my mom was like, she used to go to Studio Fifty Four. She hanged out with drag queens. I, 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 that, I, so she. I do yeah. want to say one thing to every parent in who's listening right now, and if you might have a child who you're wondering, oh my god, are we still podcasting? Yeah, I, I thought we were just hanging out. I want to say one thing that I worked with kids who were um try, who who were struggling with their sexual identity, and I will tell you, no child is like, I want to be different than everybody else, and I want to make my life more difficult and even risk it possibly so that I can be like, quote unquote, whatever. And if your child is struggling with their identity it is, or their sexual fluidity or whatever, whatever they are, this it is way harder on them than it is on you. So the best thing you can do is support them. Remember, I told him, I asked my dad what he would do if I was gay, and I'll, I'll never forget this. What happened? He said, well, this is when I was like, I, I've been more righteous since I was younger because I always worked with kids. Mm. And he was like, I would feel sorry for you. I'm like, sorry for me? And he goes, I would, I would feel sorry for you because I feel like you would be asking for a harder life. Yeah. Right? Like, I would worry about you. I, I would feel like it's a harder life. And I hope that as a parent, we never, we take that and make it so it's not a harder life. Because as parents, we can make it so it's not in the house you know, they come home and, that's so, and feel safe. That's so crazy that you asked that and you were, you were forced with that question because you, you felt that. I actually, you know, as your partner, also dealt with, so like, when my mom became a single mom out of nowhere, 
our neighbors were a gay couple. So I was like, I think I was like 13 and my mom was automatically alone. And there was two men that lived next door. And those men, like if my mom's dryer broke, if she needed something, I don't, these two gay men would help us with everything. And my mom was always like, um, you're born heterosexual or homosexual. It's something you're born with. It's not something you choose. And my mom just embedded that in us for so long. And that, you know, am I communicating what I want to say? Properly? We're not sure. We're not sure. We're waiting. What you're saying? Yeah, because I was actually going to say that you, the way you've grown up, is very different than, or your mom even than the experiences that my parents had. They've never yeah. known gay people. My like they don't, my mom grew up in like Montreal, probably with like. And then Etobicoke with probably no gays. She just was like, always, I felt in her heart that she was like, you're born away and that's the way it is. Mm -hmm. And I think also what you're saying is that if you, as a parent, can lay the groundwork for how your child feels safe yes. within mm -hmm. your house. And if you clearly, Hassan, it's not that your parents don't make you feel safe. It's just, it's not a boundary you've crossed yet where you, it isn't like, we would love to meet your boyfriend. Like, if a yeah. mom said that to you, would be like, oh, my God, thank you for asking. You know, it's like an unwritten rule. Mm -hmm. It's like if your parent, like, we always say to our kids, like, you my know. My mom even said, do you like boys or girls? Like, that mm -hmm. was, that was like yeah. 1998. You yeah. know what I mean? That mm -hmm. was good. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to keep an open mind. And you really do. You really do lead it Giselle's as a parent. You really do lead it as a parent, and you can make them feel one way or, or the next. So, if your child is struggling, trust me, they're not. It's not. Or if they're not struggling, but you assume that they're just. A lot of parents think though that they ignore it, so they like pretend it will go away, which makes the kid feel uncomfortable and like they have to hide their identity. Or the parents will force heterosexualism like and make it like an assumption oh, do you have a crush on the girl in your class yes all of those that things. right there is a how do you call that a stereotype a hmm? when you say an assumption and a, a yeah. sexual assumption yeah you're making an assumption yeah that you should have a crush on a girl in your class you know, like, and that's what moms and dads do that. all the yeah. time. Yeah, or they get awkward when your kid. Remember, Max wore used to wear tutus all the time, and a woman, my neighbor, goes, "I I can't believe you let him out in that." And I'm like, "Why?" And she's like, "Cause boys don't wear that." And I was like, "Yeah, he does." And but it was she was so mad that I would mm -hmm. in her own brain she was so she couldn't help herself because he wore it every day. And I was like, "Who fucking care? He's two, and he has two. He has a sister, of course." Tutus are fucking fun. Of course he wants to wear a tutu. Like, of course. He still uh, wants to wear a tutu. He's, he's a still, fucking, as far as we know, heterosexual man. Yeah. yeah. I'm so grateful to be able to grow up in, like, a big city. Excuse because, me. Because they're so, like, progressive yeah. and forward-thinking. So yeah. Right. Like, look at, uh, mm -hmm. there's, a, there's an artist. What's his name? Bad Bunny. Like, he paints his nails. People love his music. What does it mean? Yeah. Who gives a hell what he does? As long as he's not hurting anybody. It doesn't matter if he's gay, straight, bi, whatever. Yeah. And like Tutu, look, the guy kicked Cuddy wore a dress. 
Hey, yeah, if, that, yeah, yeah. if that's what you want, cool. What about the people back in the 1700s? They're, all the guys wore blouses oh and dresses yeah, and, yeah, right. and heels. Yeah, and heels. So like, it's all about perception. Like, yeah. And cultural perception. Right? It doesn't yeah. matter what you're doing. Perception. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. this was a podcast for the books once again. Oh, my uh, Y'all, thank you for joining us, Leave Five Stars. You'll hear from I Rick. literally didn't even know we were on a podcast, so the, I thought we were having you'll hear from you'll hear from, our, you'll hear from them again because we ain't done with them yet. Uh, I think I'm just waiting here. Subscribe. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.